you're listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I'm here with Jenny Wood. Hello! We're in Wichita, Kansas at the ICT Fest. I played here last night, and Jenny's about to play your band, Team Tremolo. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, and I've known Jenny a long time. We met in Nashville at Cafe Coco, I don't know how many years ago, like 10 or 12 years ago or something, probably. But you're from here originally, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so... You're living here, making awesome music, and I'm glad to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me about your worst show ever. Okay, um, it was a while ago, and I didn't. Um, I was really trying to um, be a musician as a, as a career, so I didn't have to have another side job, or um, so I was kind of taking gigs that were compromising my soul. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm not too embarrassed to say it now because I feel like I'm beyond that. But I played a Walmart grand opening. Damn. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that was a thing. It, well, I didn't either. <laughs> it was so fucking weird. And uh, they called me this just that th- Walmart, like, I guess they saw, talked to the city, Wichita, and, and asked around. And so, and uh, and they said they're having a grand opening. They're trying to make it more. The, it was the community Walmart. So, like, um, just like a smaller kind of market type feel to it, if you can imagine. Oh, I've imagine. seen this lately. Yes. There's, they're kind of branding themselves as like, there's the super Walmarts right. and then there's the, is that what they're called? Like community Walmarts? Um, they're called like a, I think it's like Walmart. Market? Or like market or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the same lighting, the same everything terrible, but just in a smaller. It's just smaller. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just oh, still owned by like the wealthiest people in America. Yes. Or the second, or I think they're the second wealthiest their wealthiest family or something yeah like that. but uh which we were actually really great which i was really grateful for them because they uh it's just become such a food desert at this metropolis and they only have super dylan's or super kroger's and okay. super walmart's on the outskirts and they okay. don't there's nothing inner city really okay so there's a few dylan's but or there's a few kroger's but it's really dry so uh walmart actually there's a little market i wish which i wish we could you know step it up and get really cool little neighborhood you know mom and pop places but they just don't last so okay. walmart actually was a, a anyway enough about how walmart saved wichita jesus <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so they called me and and i was like oh my god am i gonna do this but i didn't really have any community i didn't really have any friends and i really didn't have a, a reputation yet here how long ago was this This was actually when i first moved back here okay yeah so so, so about uh, eight years ago eight years ago yeah, okay nine years ago yeah so you grew um, up here but then you moved away and mm-hmm. so this you just come back and didn't like have that much yeah. presence right yeah which brings me to sort of ask why do you think they called you like i know i know i have no idea the only Any thing, idea do you have connections um, at the only thing i'm thinking is that i went to wichita state for music so maybe somebody called i, I have no idea cj maybe, maybe, that's maybe that's still the school and and said who's a who's a singer who's somebody that huh. it's it still it was sent from above kind <laughs> okay, of okay <laughs> um but i told i quoted it i said a thousand dollars and i thought they were gonna say no because that was a lot of money to me it yeah, still is it's, it's a huge amount of money, amount of money. And they were like, okay, sounds good. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's yeah. awesome. And I was that's like, fantastic. Fuck, that's, no, 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 I have to play this gig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's bittersweet. Yeah. But it's what I love when you I mean, you think, oh, I'll give them this price that, of course, they'll say no. Yeah, I was like, $1,000. Like, right. And they're like, and they're like well, that's change. I mean, who gives a shit yeah. $1,000? That's, that's a great example of, like, fake it till you make it, though, because... I mean, I, know, I have a few friends who are sex workers, escorts, things like that, where they just like, if you price yourself higher, mm-hmm. you just, people will pay it because then they think it's 
worth more or something yes. like that. It's a weird, it's a weird, weird thing. I yeah. mean, not to compare. Well, yeah, I make a lot of comparisons between us musicians and other kinds of like sex workers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for it's sure. Very similar. It's a, it's a fine line, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Yeah, yeah so I, I played the gig and or it was a six hour long from hell it was from hell and I think it was like, split up in three hours so I had one night three hours anyway so they're the grand opening but the worst part CJ was that I was sitting at the end they put me uh, they put me at the end of the cashier at the at the end of the register okay so every time I was playing my guitar and the people were pushing their carts I had to move my act my guitar my axe to to move out of the way so they could oh, wow. get their car like a turnstile yes okay <laughs> and every time I did that it was like oh fuck <laughs> And I was in the way of people of shoppers. Right, they're right. not trying to feel. They're not trying to fucking feel. Right, they they're just... trying to get their processed foods and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so it was it was rough. That's one of the worst gigs. Yeah. Yeah. That's now that's intense because it's like obviously that's not an ideal gig at all. But you also made a thousand dollars for a show. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah. 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 I mean that's so that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I was busting my ass at the time doing childcare. Yeah. Working so much, yeah, and it was uh, it was very consuming. So making a thousand bucks at Walmart, I was like, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to say, if they offered me a thousand dollars, I would probably take it. Right. I hate Walmart. I'd yeah. rather burn a Walmart down than support them. But if they were gonna give me a thousand dollars, I'd probably yeah, probably do it too. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna lie. I mean, this is a this is a thing that I get into a lot lately. The things we all do, you know, for money to be able to get just get by, like not being greedy, not trying to. Uh, be rich but just to just to get by just to survive and try to live the life we want and um and yeah this question just came up recently for me about like well actually because on this this show I was thinking about trying to get sponsorship for it and I was talking to my best friend about it and he was kind of teasing me and be like oh you're gonna sell out you're gonna like take money from like shell oil or something I'm like no well, <laughs> no, like, but no but but <laughs> well he was just teasing me he was yeah. He was just giving me a hard time because I sometimes could be that like self-righteous yeah. dude who's like, oh fuck all this corporate shit. Yeah. But uh, but he's like, oh, so who are you, who are you gonna get to sponsor? You know, he's teasing me, saying, you know, imagining sort of like the worst, the worst possible sponsors, and then, so. But it's made me like, really try to brainstorm of like, who would I be cool with? You know, who would I want to actually support? Who would I? Who would? Where? Who would it be like a mutually beneficial relationship with? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a weird, it's a weird thing to try to brainstorm because I haven't, I haven't come up with it yet. Yeah. I've come up with a couple of ideas, but I don't know. It's yeah. Work out or anything. I think that it will come to you. They will. That source will come to you because I feel the same way with I do that anti or this anti bullying thing in schools or yeah. anti bullying thing. It's a, it's an assembly now, but I just play my songs and have kids sing with me and talk to them about taking the negative and make it creative. Yeah. And it's become like this uh, school program, and I had to get. Uh, I, I still have to get sponsorship. Right yeah. now I'm having that schools have a budget in Kansas for that, but um, I, I've got to get a sponsor somehow. And yeah. then just recently, finally, after the year, the program's already been around in a, for a year and a half, two years, and a, a local company reached out and said, let's partner up. Oh, so awesome. it, was, it was worth the wait. But I know what you mean, yeah. CJ. This whole time I've been like, ah, should I just reach out to Boeing? You know, it's it's lots of air, airline, air, airplane industry here. So right. should I just suck it up and reach out to the freaking Koch brothers live three miles away from here? I just you know heard what I mean? that, yeah. My, at, Matthew, who's running this festival, just mentioned it. We were at his house last night, and he's like, you know the Koch brothers live like a mile or two from here, right? I did not realize that. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So, 
It's, and but but who's who's the local company? It's somebody. Um, yes, it, they're called uh, Two Trees, and it's a design company, and they're just really s- sweet, very rad, younger, not younger, younger-minded. They're really enthusiastic. Yeah, that's all it takes. All, that, all you need is the knowledge to know how to market, and then the patience and the and enthusiasm, positivity, and they have that. So that's so awesome. Yeah. That's really really cool. I think I saw because you have a video that's kind of about. I think right. You have a song. I mean, you have a yeah, song, but yeah. I think I saw a video of yours a year or two ago that mm-hmm. that sort of seemed to like focus on like somebody getting bullied in a school. Yeah. And is that did that come before or after the? That came before. So that video okay. came out, and then and then schools and I had because the child care had a lot of teacher friends and they were like hey come sing this song for my one classroom and then it just kind of built from there that's awesome yeah yeah that's really cool yeah but I know what you mean just how much you compromise or even at a show when you're playing and somebody's trying to get at you you know the worst show ever it doesn't even have to be the venue a lot of times sometimes it's people out in the audience and they're trying to get at you they're trying to get your attention they're trying to you know yeah and that it just breaks my heart and sometimes I'll just give up and just let them take me you know do you mean during your show or do you mean after um uh like before before especially or people are trying to talk to you and yeah and which is I love good conversation but there's a difference when you can feel somebody that does it isn't really hearing you or connecting with you and they're so that happens a lot. I, I play with this cover band, and we do like well, like Etta James and stuff that I really love. But because it's covers, it draws that kind of demographic, you know, okay. where they're not really, um, I don't know, they're just uh, they don't really care about super originality, you know. So, yeah. um, so the, as soon as I show up, they're like, hey, hey, and they just are taken, taken, taken. So right. those provi- those those uh, can create the worst gigs ever too. But is that in that situation? Do you feel like it's somebody who just they think you're a big deal and they want to be seen with you, or they think that you're like, what do you think is driving that? I guess because I don't, I don't really have that experience nearly as much. I think maybe as you as you might. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I don't know if that's a weird question. But no, no, no. I know what you mean. It's interesting the different bands and how people are afterward. Yeah. So like with that cover band, people afterward are, are and before especially, there's it's a very they think. A lot of, and this sounds really bad, but I, I can't, they always are like, they think that I know their life. Um, they're so person, they over-personalize everything. And they're okay. like, hey, um, oh, Esther's back in the hospital again. Like they, they just start going. <laughs> okay. And then, you know what I mean? And, I'm, and I just have to be like, what? And then for my own band, uh, people only write me afterward. And then for this band, it's kind of reserved, intelligent conversation. So the huh. crowds are so different. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I hate that. So the worst gigs ever, yes, Walmart sucked, but it really is difficult when people don't, can't respect that you're, you're, you're about to give them something. Right. So can you just please let, leave, you know, let me be just for a little bit. Yeah. Afterward, let's drink a beer and be dumb. But yeah. right yeah. now, please, please. Right, right. So, yeah. Huh. Do you find, is it usually guys? No, it's no. both, yeah. Okay. The guys are actually more uh, uh, one punch, I don't know what that phrase is, like <laughs> one and done or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they just come right up and they're like, hey, okay, bye. But, and the women, I think it, I just went, females in general, just, you know, when you sing or when you just really emote with music, I mean, women are nurturers innately, so I think women really, really, uh, they, they talk a little bit more, which is fine, and I, and I do love that. Oh, interesting. But sometimes before the show, it just is, uh, it's very difficult. That's not usually my experience, but I, I chalk it up to, I feel like men generally feel more entitled to mm-hmm. people's time and yes. space. And so for me, like there was a guy, not to, and this wasn't, wasn't terrible or anything, but there was a guy here last night who was taking photos 
and I was just thinking about how often I see this. It's usually like a male photographer who's like way up mm-hmm. in people's faces mm-hmm. while they're performing and not really thinking about their relationship to the audience or yeah. anything where they're just sort of like the photo is the only thing that matters and yeah. it's something I find really annoying and I don't usually say anything because I feel like well they're they're doing their thing and but it I think about it a lot and it's it's almost always a guy who's just I almost feel like just doesn't have that sense of of awareness of like how much space you take up in the world mm-hmm. whereas I feel like culturally I'm not that is a biological thing but just culturally women and like most marginalized folks are made to feel that like at an earlier age whereas like guys sometimes just get this entitlement and have no sense of themselves as objects in the world but just seeing things from their own yeah two eyes yeah but i just i don't get it a lot but when i do get it this thing you're talking about of somebody sort of not necessarily respecting just giving you the space or time that you need yeah it, it usually feels like it's well and i guess a lot of times afterwards i feel like it's guys who liked the show but then feel the need rather than just to say hey thanks for playing or something feel the need to like I don't know, like one up me or something. Like yes. tell me about their project or tell me yes. about what they do. That is a dude thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I I find it kind of fascinating now. It, it used to really annoy me, and now I it's like a it's like this little ongoing TV show like <laughs> that's happening, and I'm like, oh yes, tell me all about your poetry. <laughs> what a weird thing to do at a show to like tell somebody about art that they will never experience, but to just hear about it secondhand is so strange yeah um but like oh i, I play bass too and I'm like oh that's that's cool yeah good, good for you yes. <laughs> that's, that's great you know what i think CJ? i think i take it as a call now because that you they were that you really moved them and right. not for them to feel like they've got a flag so yeah <laughs> now like the, i said yeah totally the more and they I, embellish the more i'm like yeah i kick their ass i mean <laughs> i really inspired them you know yeah totally no i think that's right it's just it used to bug me like i said it doesn't really bug me as much anymore because it's sort of cute. It's exactly. like sort of adorable. It's very childlike for them. But for but I think that. I think it, uh, can you can you just say hey thanks like I that's what I I guess that's what I do if, yeah. if I see a show that I really love either I'd say nothing or yeah. I just say hey thanks for playing that was great yeah like I loved that or whatever but yeah. um yeah people they like then have to show me their this sounds so sh- I feel like I'm <laughs> like a total asshole right now <laughs> because I will let me let me qualify too that. I do. You said you. I said adorable, and you said it was like childlike. Yeah. There are also like very young people where I totally think it's endearing, and I don't mind it at all because yeah. it's like you're just you're figuring your shit out. Yeah. And more power to you. And I, I, I was about to say something that sounds like a really asshole thing to say, and I, I exempt anyone who's like under twenty five from this. But if you're over twenty five, and then you like have to show the artist like the poetry you wrote during their set or like the sketch that you made like it can be cool but if you have to do it if it's like this feeling of one-upsmanship yeah get pretty silly yeah but uh i I wonder and they're just saying it it's like maybe they they don't really believe in it i don't know i don't know but you inspire them enough for them to you know for them to confide that in you it's right yeah but it is yeah, I love that. Then <laughs> it's a do thing for sure. I see you're playing that amp. You know, I used to have a here we fucking. <laughs> I was just talking to my friend Maro. She lives in uh, Albuquerque about this, and I toured her band Chichada. We we toured together, and this was like 
the running joke of the whole tour is because this this band has three women on in it, all of whom are very knowledgeable about their gear, like mm-hmm. far more knowledgeable than I am about any of my gear. Yeah. And they all, it was like this this constant thing of like dudes coming up and telling them about their gear. Yes, that's what I love. That's, <laughs> have you seen that skit in Portlandia? That's why I finally. Oh no! Or, it, it is. And Fred Armisen goes up to St. Vincent and, and she's getting her pedals all linked up, and he's like. You know, are you, is that a uh... yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and Kristen gets that all the time. Totally, and, I bet. yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, yeah. I know it. It's and like... the thing is, guys get it too, but it's a it's just something about the tone. I mean, there are guys who do that to other guys. Yeah, but I don't really get that from women. Yeah. I mean, women have never done that to me. Yeah, yeah, or very, very, very rarely. Yeah, but uh, but it's funny if I think when guys do it to guys, it's this thing that's like. Hey, can we nerd out on this thing together? Yeah. You know, and I usually disappoint them because I don't know anything. I've had, there's a pedal that I've had for like 18 years and I don't know any of its competitors. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. a, it's a loop pedal that I've had, yeah, since like 2001, so like 17 years or something. Yeah. And I just, that's the only one I know about. Yeah. I don't know anything else about looping really. I just got this one and yeah. stuck with it. And my base is not even like a name brand it's like a frankenstein that a friend made out of a couple of different base parts mm-hmm. and so when people are like hey what, what kind of bass is that yeah. i'm like oh it's like a bass guitar <laughs> <laughs> it's got strings on it yeah and uh same thing my upright bass i probably i bought it like 10 years ago and you know i was looking at the different kinds when i was in the market for one but then i got one and then i stopped really thinking about it and, yeah. and a couple times people have asked me what kind of kind of bass is that and I was like oh it's a it's an upright bass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technically <laughs> you can also call it a double bass if you, if you like I know of several words for the same thing but uh, yeah, uh forget funny. what company made it uh says so somewhere I think if you look inside the f hole that's, that's really refreshing to hear CJ if you want to look way. you can yeah <laughs> well but I I mean and some of us are just not gearheads but it's funny, I mean, a lot of the women that I know sort of become gearheads out of necessity in a way. Yeah. Like, to get any respect or to be able to, like, have a space that they can kind of, like, carve out. Yeah. And, and it all, for me, touring with that band Chichata, I, I kind of started to think about how just one facet of male privilege is that I can be a gearhead if I want to, but yeah. I don't, if I'm not, it's not like I won't get any respect Exactly. As a yes. I'm still not gonna have. I'm very, very rarely gonna have like sound guys come and try to explain my gear to me or yeah. or something like that, which like every woman musician I know deals with. Yeah. Pretty regularly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's not uh, uh, a, a lot of times uh, or guys that will uh, give me lyrics. I've had that several times. Never a woman, but Wait, say again? men will uh, after a show they'll say, hey, "I want you to read this." Like can, they can wrote, you make this into a song? They wrote you lyrics. They wrote lyrics about whatever, and they say, I, I heard you play that song of yours, I really like that, but could you maybe uh, work on that for me? Wow. Yeah. People you know, or just... Uh, just fans that come to shows. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's very strange. And then and the one guy, he kept coming to the same, he kept coming to every show for about three months, he kept coming to every show, and then he said, and then at the end of it, he goes, I gave, Jane, I've tried to help you. He pulled me aside, he was like, I've tried to help you, I gave you those lyrics. Um, oh my 
they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're really something that, I mean, I see what you're doing up there, but it's just, it's a, it's too much. It's just a little bit too much. If you could just, you know, your facial expression, it's just a little bit too, if you could just mold this a little bit, that's why I gave you those lyrics. I'm trying to help you, girl. I don't want to see you waitressing tables in Wichita. I want to get you out there. Yeah. Insane. Oh in fucking sane. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that level of gall is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now, this guy... This is, I'm curious a couple things. One, so do you know this person at all? No. Okay, so you don't know like what that person does for a living or, or no, what they... No, but those are all broken dream dudes who... Right. None of them are really right. in the community. None of them are really active musically, so right. it's always those guys who, okay. who that say was, that. That was my guess. Yeah, was yeah. That this is somebody who has no musical career right. and is thinking that maybe he can get one through you, but he wants to frame it. Yeah. There's actually a thing that my dad used to do. It sort of became shorthand for me when someone... Is like really needs something from you, but tries to frame it in a way that they're doing you a favor. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have a yes, name for that. There should but, be a word for that. I but, fucking know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I used to just call it a Julian because that's my dad's thing. <laughs> my I dad. might have to start saying that too because it is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, uh, just to try to try to make you think you're getting the good end of this when right. really they that person needs something from you and, yeah. and you know it's be the kind of thing where if they would just say hey I need this can you help me then you could honestly say yes or no and yeah. it could just be a straightforward right. question but something about the framing it as if it's very manipulative doing you a favor yeah. is so much worse yeah. although at least in this case that's like so it's so obvious it's sort of like you were never going to fall for that I right. guess you know yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you'd have to be pretty pretty dull to be like oh well this guy's trying to help me I know yes <laughs> but I remember being at an age where I was that way oh sure yeah. sure yeah and I guess that's the thing if I guess if he tried to pull that on somebody who was young enough and really there it's about what kind of it's, it seems almost like hoping that you have that you lack confidence yeah and yes that you will feel uncertain enough in yourself that you need help from yeah. this random dude yeah. who's gonna you know yeah it's it's um, that's about three or four now, probably like five guys, or they're businessmen and they'll write wow. me too and they'll say, uh, I have some ideas for you for your business. One guy, he set up this web, 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 I mean, and then this other guy, it, it just, it, it's always men and they always think that I need bi management business, which ironically, CJ, I got a manager, she's a woman and yeah. we just had the release <laughs> and like the year sold out because of this woman. Right, right. So the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, and it'd be a different thing if you were asking them for help. Like, right. if you did happen to get a manager who was a man, or if you, you know, if you were trying to employ somebody for their services, yeah. that'd be one thing. But this, the audacity of, like, someone who's not asking for their help at all, but yeah. then pushing it on you as yeah. if yeah. you need it is ridiculous. And I guess I, I should kind of qualify what I said a minute ago, because I, I, I know you well, and so I can't imagine you falling for that kind of subterfuge, but... Yeah. But that's because I know that you know what you're doing. But I mean, I don't mean to say that anyone who falls for that is an idiot or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I get that, like, if you're younger and if you don't have a lot of confidence yet and you're figuring your shit out, then you probably are prey for yeah. that kind of, um, again, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> but that, that kind that, of Julian yeah. <laughs> way to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I probably got to get back oh, in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, took up more of your time than I planned to no so I, I, love, I love this CJ thank you yeah yeah thank you so much I didn't quite know what, what to expect but now I get it and this yeah. is really fun for me thank yeah, you yeah thank you so much I'm really looking forward to your set oh 
really loud band to start it to. Yeah, I forgot earplugs too. That's great. Oh, I've got some extras. You do? Yeah, yeah, totally. Can I buy them? Buy them. Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll give them to you. Thank you. Um, do you have any business advice for me? <laughs> uh, fortunately, not. Uh, the guy living in his van is not going to try to <laughs> tell you how to be a successful <laughs> rock star. <laughs> uh, thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll see you later. Thank you. This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Dewana Fryman, Meg Roberts, Christina Poez, and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever.